What's up, y'all? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays in Seltzers. This week, we are recapping all of the Met Gala looks for all the athletes that attended, talking some Stanley Cup playoffs, talking NBA playoffs as well, kind of just catching up there because we were so football-focused for a hot minute. Have our normal segments at the end. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Let's have a good one. Let's go. Looking like you just graduated. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. But you priceless, superwoman, no sidekick. Dress game like science, girl, you all plus no minus. What is up, party people? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton. Haley is the one dancing during this intro, and Tyler is our producer. Um, we have a pretty good show this week lined up. I was just saying how I think it's going to be pretty unhinged. So we're going to start it how we always do, which is with our HLH, which is our high of the last week, our low of the last week, and our hero of the last week, which is something unexpectedly good that happened to you. Tyler, I think you have an exciting one. So I'm starting with you first. Uh, well, the infection's over, so that's great. Woo! I can speak again without <laughs> being in a lot of pain. So that's great. We yeah, that's thought, yeah. We thought Tyler might have to get his freaking tonsils removed. Apparently, the thought and he crossed said, my mind. It did. He said that his ice cream of choice would be mint chocolate chip, and Haley agreed. And I just the white mint chocolate chip, not the green. Oh, I disagree. there's a big, there's a massive. Difference. I disagree with that. The the green is just so fake to me. The white, okay. it feels like a more natural, well, like there's real mint in there, not artificial okay. mint. I think we also need to preface this by, hello, if you've never listened to our show before, uh, this infection that we're talking about, can we elaborate on what that is, Tyler? Because that's kind of broad. It was, so, yeah, if y'all ever have canker sores on your lips? Yeah. Oh, it no. Was a, it, was a, it was like a throat infection. Just so it was one know. of it those. Wasn't... I had two of them in the back of my throat. Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. horrifying. And they don't really know what causes them. They said it could, it's probably uh, allergy related, is why it formed. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of a thing that happens. It's that rare to get them back there. It's rare to get them back there, but yeah, you would happen. that would happen to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet the moon knew it was going to happen too. Dude, wait, should we read our horoscopes? Yeah, yeah I pull, forgot to you say, you need to out. find a spot for that in the show. We can right. just do it now if All you right. want to. I gotta find you. Yeah. I don't think, I think that just me and Haley had something today on my page. I don't know about you guys. It says, are any of these lame? Can I read these out loud? We're it's reading all lame. In, it's the moon. Today, today me and Haley are reading in silence together, drinking wine in the park, in the middle of nowhere in an endless void. Don't forget Haley's birthday oh. is next Wednesday. Oh my god, it is my birthday wow. next Wednesday. That's How great. Um, I that. Um, well, that, that, that kind of slays Kendra since as we were just talking about, we're best friends, so we um, we can train together in an endless void. Me and Tyler today have the remarkable ability to read minds and Tyler can withstand disagreement. They want to name everything with you right now. It's okay to need time to formulate an opinion. Just give some kind of frame and stick to it. Com communicate in cents. Tyler, we have to communicate in cents today. I communicate in dollars. 
No, sense like oh, smells. I, sense like smells. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the coolest line ever dropped by Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was good. That was really good. We did guarantee an off the rails show, so that's yeah, that's pretty oh, on brand. Well, when you tell me to go off the rails, Tyler. I go off the rails. Congratulations on your infection being over. Thank that's, you. That's Thank very you. excellent. It is huge. High. It is huge. Huge. All right, Haley, what is your high? Oh boy, my high is we are filming this on a Friday. It is Cinco de Mayo. Um, and the Celtics are back in playoffs, baby. They had a terrible game one, came out to a 45 point James Harden performance. Okay, sick. And then they without lost. Embiid. Without Embiid. But they showed up on Wednesday, like they actually remembered how to play basketball. And we won, pretty much played our entire bench for like the last quarter. Sweet. Loved it. Great. So how do you feel about splitting the series at home? So here's the tea. I think the garden needed to be saged and that there was no saging to be done. Her? Which I think resulted in the loss on Monday. Do you think the TD um, Garden's cursed? I think it was. I think they must have had some shaman or something come in and, and clean up the place a little bit because they actually like showed up and were ready to perform on Wednesday. But I was just getting overall bad vibes on Monday. I was still raw from the Bruins loss, which we'll talk about in my actually, you know what? Spoiler alert. That's my low, the Bruins lost. I was um, at the game in a Winnie the Pooh outfit. The yeah. That was my was, low. Tough low, tough low, tough day for Boston. But you know what? I'm not going to focus on the past. I'm going to live in the present. And the Celtics are the balls. So that's my high. And so, my low. I mean, we can just finish talking about the Celtics really quick here just because we're on the topic. You guys are going to Philly. How do you feel? Steve's there. Shout out Steve Hewitt. Celtics beat reporter Steve, friend of the program. Um, some are saying... Uh, all right. So Haley off to Philly. How you feeling? Yeah. Thoughts? Um, huge shout out to Steve Hewitt. I'm actually going to do, I'm going to call an audible real quick and make him my hero as the week of the week. Excuse me. Um, Steve Hewitt, our buddy ran the Boston marathon a couple weeks ago, which is like so awesome. I am so in awe of people that run marathons and run in general because it could never be me um but shout out to him very nervous about philly to answer your question um just because the more that i work with you two the more i you know cover sports philly scares the absolute shit out of me I, but we love it and it's it's just one of those i don't know as a boston fan it scares the shit out of me it's an awesome sports town their fans are crazy dude so i'm nervous about the environment um that being said, if the Celtics show up and play like they played on Wednesday, I feel really confident in our ability to win on the road. Um, making sure we're keeping up defense, not only on Embiid, but Harden as well, because he's just been popping off. And like in this series, he was someone that I totally wasn't even thinking about coming into the series. I don't know and how. He just, well, I don't know. Like I just, because there was so much about Joel like, in the MVP conversation and this, that, and the other thing. And like, I just wasn't really thinking about I don't know. Basketball. He, well, yeah, I just wasn't. I was just thinking about how we were going to win, you know? No, I was just like, I don't know. So I was also still raw from the Bruins loss. But um, yeah, James Harden is 
you know, up there in the conversation for just, you know, one of the best basketball players playing right now, like just based on the last couple games. So I'm nervous, but I'm hoping that we come out with a win. Um, also, James Harden is just like a villain of basketball to me. He yeah, he's is, kind of in the Draymond Green conversation. He is, in the, and thank you, as I was watching the Warriors game last night, he gives me the same Grayson vibe. Allen also. I won't say that, but yeah. I will. <laughs> so, I'm, it's just like, there's an there's an ominous feeling about the 76ers team between him and Joel Embiid, just like, I don't know, they can come out and just absolutely kill it, and then we could be fucked if we don't play to our best ability. But if we do, then we can hold our own and win. So we'll see. Do you think that the problem is that it feels to me the issue is the Celtics are clearly the better team. I think that they have a little bit better depth. Um, but the issue is that it fe- to me, it's very evident that it's Jason Tatum's team. But it doesn't feel like everyone knows that it's Jason Tatum t- Tatum's team. I will also throw Grant Williams in that conversation of – players that are kind of villains in the NBA uh, also, but Jalen Brown is right in that conversation. And I think there's like not really a number one, like leader on the team. And I think that that's sort of the issue for me when I don't see them playing the way that they did in the last game. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think it's an interesting point because I would argue that Jason Tatum is the leader of the team. However, if we look at Wednesday night, he did not have a lot of time on the floor. When he was on the floor, he wasn't making big plays. So it is kind of like that vibe that I feel as a fan, our starting five and even Malcolm, best sixth man of the NBA this year. Thank you. Shout out. Um, I think they're, they equally bring to the team. And that's kind of what's unique about them. And I think that they have a very established you know, relationship with each other and the way that they play basketball. And I think when you watch them play, and it's interesting when we talk, I have in our notes for later that Marcus Smart won the Hustle Award for the second time in a row. I just think that they all individually bring so much, not only in scoring, but, you know, and what they need to work on, obviously, defensively. But when you have games like Wednesday where Jason Tatum isn't on the floor as much as he usually is, it does feel like something's missing from that that. And I understand your point there that it's almost like they're missing that big player. But I feel like in the regular season, and I don't know what's going on. It just seems like he's not playing like himself. I don't know if he's injured or or what's going on. But when he is on top of it, I think it's his team. But this this series so far, I'm not getting that vibe. Hopefully he can step it up for game three, but we'll see. Um, my high was when we went to the revs weekend last week. I don't know how it started, but I was dancing in my car. I was driving and this dad next to me in like this SUV with his wife also started dancing and I got him to dab in traffic. And that was just, it was, I don't know. It was so funny for no reason. It was so good. It was just one of those, like, I think just not only like after the pandemic, but I've just, but the two of us joke about all the time how we've lost faith in humanity. And it was just one of those rare moments where he just dabbed and it was like, oh, thank you for being cool, man. Like, shout out that guy. He made our yeah, day. It was funny. Um, So you talked about year low was the Bruins. Mine was yeah. also the Bruins game because I was in the poo outfit, but it yeah. was more so because like people were just like, and I don't really care if people take pictures of me, whatever. Like you, I don't like, but like, just very like evidently just out with their camera or like 
I don't know, saying weird shit to me. I felt like a furry on the way out because people I don't really think knew that I was going to the Bruins game. I was just on the tee in a fucking Winnie the Pooh onesie. And on the orange line, like that is just that's you know, it is it is what it is. It's par for and, the course for the orange line, honestly. And so on the way back, it was also just like I had just witnessed the worst thing in NHL history happened in a fucking Winnie the Pooh outfit and had to get on the train home in this outfit. I couldn't go party. I wasn't screaming in the streets. And that was kind of my intention with wearing it was that I was just going to fucking be warm and party in this <laughs> Winnie the Pooh outfit. And that's just not what happened. And I wore that in public on the train both ways. And um yeah that's it was it was a low yeah, um, i'm sorry buddy tyler what was your low uh so taylor swift is in nashville oh. and along with that the entire um population of the united states is here as well it feels like um i almost hit like seventeen thousand people on my way to work the other day because they're just walking in the middle of the road. Okay. So it's, it's ridiculous. Quite okay. simply. Okay, perfect. Is, is, um, the, is, the, mom, is the mom population increased? Um, I feel I like there would be a lot of moms. I've noticed as many moms as it's just like it's a healthy mix of everybody. Just everybody and their mom. Yeah. Out in Nashville for Taylor Swift. Wow. Yeah, and everybody, their mom, like their cousin, nights, their uncle, so. their their father, their everybody. They're yeah. all here. Everybody. Wait, are are dads big into Taylor Swift in Nashville? Um, it wouldn't shock me if they just came along for the trip. But I mean, someone's got to pay for it too. What? You saying the moms can't pay for it? Tyler. I don't know. Then maybe they can. Tyler. They're bringing their children to the Taylor Swift concert? Yeah, it's yeah. an expensive ticket. I yeah. want tickets for I can't concert. afford it. I would need an adult to pay for me. Yeah. Uh, tickets in Gillette are going for minimum in the, in the top section, $1,500 right now. Are yeah, it's you ridiculous. joking me? It's such a no. cult. $1,500. I think about culty. all the things that I could do with that. Dude. Um, I could so... pay rent for a month. Yeah. There you go. All right. So what's your hero, Tyler? Um, so if you haven't heard, friend of the show, Ben DiNucci. <laughs> friend of the show. Friend of the show, Ben DiNucci, quarterback extraordinaire of the Seattle Sea Dragon, right? Is it, yes, it is sea, the dragon. sea Dragons? Yes. It's not just dragons. Um, we are XFL fans here on this podcast. We yes. Are the biggest XFL podcast on of the course. internet. Um, but he is back. He is in Denver. He's taking it. Russ is in danger. Ben DiNucci is, is on the loose. You can't tell me that Ben DiNucci is that much worse than what we saw from <laughs> Russell Wilson last year. You can't tell me. I refuse to believe. I might be biased. I refuse to believe it. I will ben point out DiNucci that Russell Wilson, Russell, Russell Wilson was indeed by far the worst quarterback in the NFL this year. And I don't think they would have had much of a different season last year with Ben DiNucci as the quarterback than with Russell Wilson. I don't think that's the argument that you think it is, but I understand what you're going for. 
So shout out Ben DiNucci. Yeah, I don't think Ben DiNucci is necessarily a great quarterback. I think he's better than Russell Wilson right now. Okay, great. Right now? Just right now. It's not about being the fastest. It's just about being faster than Russell Wilson. <laughs> no, Kendra has made that argument many a time that the just because the numbers don't look in your favor doesn't mean that they can't be a great quarterback. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay, all right. Uh Let's stick on football, buddy. What's your hero? This is um, crazy. I would like to USA. throw out Blake Bortles in the Bortles I think Bortles would be better than Russell uh, Wilson too. Absolutely. Yep. Maybe not right now. Yep. I think he's I think he's, he's switched no. to construction he's, and yeah, cigarettes. He's, he's retired, living his <laughs> blue collar life. Bring yeah, him is. home with Bring the Tesla. Back. Um, my hero is the Jags offense going after Kyle Brandt on Twitter. I don't know if you saw this, but good morning football. Kyle basically ranked the AFC quarterbacks and it was the most atrocious. I think that a four-year-old fucking crayons, just drawing circles on people that they thought are like cute could do a better job than this because there is no way in fuck that Kenny Pickett and Mac Jones should be in the same conversation with Trevor Lawrence right now that not even and it's not even a homer take hold on I gotta look up this entire list because I this whole thing pissed me the fuck off the whole list was ridiculous it did it was kind of giving um (laughs) <laughs> like right. he put on a bandana and like yeah. pin the tail on the donkey situation. It was it, like I it, got was, it. It's, it was he just very... copied what Big Game Boomer does on Twitter. So, Shout out right. to him. Dude, this is so bad. Like I gotta find it. I'm I'm pulling up and the, Tua, the graphic. And Tua down there with Kenny and Tua, Mac Jones. That and Deshaun Watson at four with Russell Wilson and fucking Justin Herbert is with Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. I have never been more confused watching a television clap. Like, a, just the fact that it was good morning football and this was being presented to us. And I was just like, what is happening right now? The it's NFC very one did look a little better, I have to say. But so wild. It was just that, that tier six. Anyways. So good. Dude, no, that's disgusting. Um, basically, the like Jags receivers and Trevor Lawrence eventually, and Jamal Agnew, and everybody, everybody was just like, What the fuck? And then Trevor Lawrence responded and was like, Good thing the game's not played on paper or something, which is like kind of a mid diss, but like from Trevor Lawrence, I'm kind of like, Okay, maybe he does have that dog in him sometimes. Urban Meyer was holding him back. He felt like he couldn't say anything in the chaos that was going on. And he's like kind of getting his personality back. And he has like every once in a while, like a little bit of like an open palm slap, but I'm waiting for the right hook. This might've been like, this is his coldest moment. Yeah, for sure. That was a daddy. That was a daddy moment, you know, like good for Trevor Lawrence. Like that was, but I just, I I'm proud of him. I thought that it was fucking hilarious. It took a day, but he did it. You know, yeah, that's the thing. I think it took too long. I agree. That's the with, thing. Like he let it sit too long. Yeah, you, you got to come out like balls blazing. And I think yeah. that he came out very like he played it right. Don't get me wrong. I think it was respectful. Didn't make any digs, but it took too long. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so like I said, it was an open palm slap, but now you got to back it up. 
Yep. And I think that he will. Our offense is going to be sick. Like I said last week, our defense is what I'm worried about. Anything else before we move on to some hockey stuff at all? No, I'm good. Tyler, thoughts? No, I'm I'm all good. Great. I don't have a ton to say, really. It looks like a lot in the notes, but it's not. I mean... The, I, I'm kind of bored by the second round so far. I'm not going to lie to you. We talked about the Bruins just now. The Panthers are up 2 nothing over the Leafs as we're recording this. I picked the Leafs, but I'm going to say it. I think the Leafs already won their cup by advancing. Like, the monkeys off their back. They partied. Like, I don't even, as much as I think that they want the cup, and they're, like, a good enough team to win the cup, I don't think anybody's better than Florida right now. And just by getting that monkey off their back like that's your cup sorry even if you pack it up and go home right now like you you did it like you fuck you fucking did it yeah i 100 percent agree um i it does not look good for the leafs right now i, I said this last week and I, i'm gonna stick with it the florida panthers are out here playing playoff hockey yeah. like they want it and it's clear in the way that they're playing and the way that they're conducting themselves they're chippy they're ready to go they're at it I just I like the I like the Panthers for this series. You have in our notes, um, do I feel better or worse if the Panthers win at all? Um here's the thing. I can see them I can see them very easily. Obviously easy to say two and oh, but we saw what they did with our series, so I guess I can't say that. Um but I can see them easily winning this series against the Leafs. Um I agree. I can see a sweep. A sweep for sure. Um I don't know if I see them winning at all. Just looking at the Western Conference teams, I just don't see that as a as a likelihood. Um, but I I would feel I I don't know. I I don't want them to win the cup, obviously, because they beat us. But it does feel kind of good because I think it cements that Boston wasn't ready for it. I think the only team that could come out of the West and like really beat the Panthers right now is maybe Edmonton. Like that's it for me. Yeah. Like I, but I think if Edmonton played Florida, like I think Edmonton could take it, but I just, I think that they're playing good enough hockey to win it right now. I don't think there's anybody else that's playing better than them. It's see like the Leafs are probably the toughest challenge that I think that they're going to get. Yeah, I would agree. I think, um, even just at the beginning of the playoff conversation when it was understood that the Bruins were going to win it all, Edmonton was the only team that people were really talking about posing any kind of challenge, which now is ironic. But I think that that, I would agree with that. I think if the Panthers, if and when move on, that's the only thing that, that, that will challenge them. If I have to watch Matthew Kachuk play in a fucking Stanley Cup against Evander Kane, I quite literally, that is my nightmare scenario. I hated Vander Kane more, but I, that would just. No, be, I hate, I hate oh, Kachuk. Oh my God. Or, I mean, I think that the last thing that hockey fans want as a whole would be like Leafs Vegas. I think that just, <laughs> would be so fucking funny. I think that just, like, not, I think that that I wasn't would even be- thinking about that. That would be it would the never happen. Oh, it would never it would happen. So, it'd be so good for the memes. Though. Such a meme. I mean, I know that it's not gonna happen, but it would be fucking hilarious if it did. Um that's all I have to say about that series. There's just not a whole lot going on other than domination for Florida at the moment across the board. Like they've 
whipped the Bruins through the end of that series and they're 2-0. I don't know. The Stars-Kraken series has been kind of my favorite so far. The first game was nuts. Joe Pavelski is playing lights out. I've never wanted a cup for anyone more ever. And I know that he's a San Jose Sharks legend, so it's easy for me to feel that way. He's a University of Wisconsin legend, so even more easy for me to feel that way. If you listen to the show, you know that, like, my mom went to Wisconsin. Cousin played sports there. Like, it's just, it runs deep in my fam. She's the only one in her family who left Wisconsin. So that explains why I'm a Bucks fan also, just in case you didn't know that. Um, So I love Joe Podolsky. Dude, the fact that he's 38 and still playing like this, and they didn't even win that game still because the Kraken scored five. Um, just insane. He also scored last night. Dallas tied it up last night. I hate to say it, but I love Texas hockey. So I don't really care who comes out of this series. I think it's them in New Jersey for me through the rest of it. Like I'll chase both of those teams as far as I can get them just because I want, I want Pavelski to have something, but also like, I just, an expansion team is always fun. And I know a lot of people hate on Vegas and I know that it was because of how they came out into the NHL, but I love an expansion team because the Jags are an expansion team. So um, you have some Tyler Sagan thoughts, which I'm not yeah, yeah. So talking about. I'll echo your original point, which is this is the series that I am having the most fun watching. Here's the thing with Joe Pavelski real quick before I get into my Tyler Sagan thoughts. The casualness that this man had when he just, like you said, played lights out game one. He just skated back, sat mm-hmm. down. Like, that's just, just who he is. It's just, I agree. He is incredibly likable. He is an incredible hockey player to watch. And coming back out for game one when he had been like not playing to to do that and be so casual about it i was like dude this guy is the coolest mother effort i've ever seen in my life like he just radiates playoffs all time he just radiates calm cool collected big dick energy energy. yeah huge dick (laughs) energy so shout out him um i was honestly really bummed for them that they didn't win that night does make the does make the script better for us just getting to watch the series for a little bit longer um I, little background, Tyler Sagan was, like, my OG, like, when I was old enough to understand feelings like this, the hottest NHL player that I had ever seen. So, I have always had a little bit of beef with the Dallas Stars, just because they took that opportunity away from me. No, um, no, 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 no. He took that opportunity away from he, okay, you. Okay, well, he, yeah, but, you know, I'm toxic, <laughs> so I don't blame him as a person. But I just, you know, I've always had a little piece about <laughs> Stay it toxic. <laughs> Stay toxic. I just, you know, didn't get to watch him on Nessun every night like I used to, and I don't know. Here's the thing. I am happy I get to watch him in this series, which is great. And I also agree that the stars, I love Texas hockey. I've loved watching the fans in the, like because I don't usually watch stars in the games. booty shorts and cowboy dude, boots dude so good it's the so outfits, good the outfits Texas the content hockey. the content from Texas hockey immaculate like we have it's... to put going to a game on our to-do list because I mm-hmm. would love that um so I'm also riding with the stars I will say the Kraken and listen um OG 2022-2023 Bruins lore I was at the game with the Kraken 
at TD where they lost for the first me time too. at home. I was Kendra, with Haley. Which started the curse of me watching Bruins games the only times they lost no, this season. No, and losing your ID. I lost my ID. I lost my wallet that night. Um, yeah, tough, That was tough. when it was found at the homeless shelter. Yes. Well, one thing was found at the homeless shelter. The other things were found on the side of the railroad tracks. But I never got them back. So anyway. Did you ever um, cancel your credit cards? Yeah, most of them. Most of them. <laughs> How long did it take you? um after the show that we talked about it so too long we bullied um, Haley into canceling yeah. her credit yeah. cards online that is full yeah, it was circle. absolutely bu- no it wasn't online because here's the thing the comments got- were pretty crazy you got it you got it oh i thought you meant like i can't i have to cancel it online i just didn't want to call and be on hold and all that shit so i ended up finally doing it guys so my credit cards are canceled um but back to the Kraken I I think they're such a fun hockey team to watch they play so fast and I think I always just kind of like sleep on them it's just because I'm an eastern seaboard kid like I don't ever really think about western teams other than Vegas because shout out Vegas and like I don't even care to say that like I don't even care <laughs> if I say that because we love Vegas and I love the experience. We're a pro Vegas podcast. I am pro Vegas. Like, sorry, I get that they get hate, boohoo, whatever. Like, sorry, they're so sick, but like, whatever. Um, so I'm riding with the stars. Says the, the Patriots man. Yeah, the Kraken are fun to watch. Uh, well, also, I, of course, I have to ride with Vegas because my boy Jimmy G now plays there, and he's gonna look so sexy in his outfit, and I can't fucking wait to watch that. But Grubauer, <laughs> the goalie for the Kraken amazing game game one i was like even though joe pavelski scored on him like four times five times however many he did four um, four yeah i thought he was gonna go for five honestly because he had which was crazy they mentioned in the in the broadcast that his four goals was tied for the most in franchise history in playoffs so i was like that's really impressive. But yeah, so I'm having a lot of fun watching that series. Um, I hope the Stars win it, but I also think the Kraken are really fun to watch. So those are my yeah. thoughts. I This is my favorite series going on so far. I thought that it would be New Jersey and Carolina, which we can talk about game twos on tonight. Game one was just kind of a sleeper for me. I have said that I do like the Devils, and I'm not even sorry about it. They're a young team. They're super fun to watch. I think they're going to be probably actually realistically able to contend for a cup in two years. They're like the way that they have set up and kind of built their farm system and made really smart trades, in my opinion, has been uh, especially that we've seen come to fruition at the end of this season with the Bruins trade that they had. I think that we talked about that last week. I won't go into it again. Um, but I, I also said last week that I thought that Andrei Svechnikov has obviously been missed, but not as missed as I thought he would be. So a game, it, it's game one. I don't have a ton of comments. I'm going to watch game two tonight. I, I, I'm hoping that this will turn into a better series just because both teams are so young and fun and, I don't know. I, I have high hopes for the series. I'm not going to write it off yet. But that's all I have for hockey stuff. Haley, do you have any other comments? I mean, it, it's yeah. pretty early in other series so far. I, I think Edmonton's very clearly going to come out of the West over Vegas. Sorry, I know that you're cheering for Vegas. Me too, no. just because I hate Evander Kane. That game is tomorrow. Um, I don't know. I just... I, yeah, I would say that's probably my favorite. I would say that series and uh, the Stars Kraken series are the two that I'm watching 
explosive. Edmonton and Florida just feel like inevitable to play in the Stanley Cup at this point for me. I don't know. I'm hoping somebody can turn it around or like there'll be some upsets or something, but that's just kind of where I'm leaning. Yeah. Shout out late night hockey. Um, I know that it can be kind of a force, but I have been having a lot of sleeping issues lately. So I'm loving these Western time games at like 10 o'clock, 930 Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Have you been watching more basketball or more hockey? Um, I've been watching both. Um, I've been bouncing between I I'm loving the schedule right now because I can bounce between the Lakers Warriors series, which we'll talk about for the NBA, but um, we can talk about it now. Yeah, we can talk about it now. So Lakers Warriors. Um, I, we talked about it last week a little bit and and I'll say it again, just watching Steph Curry and LeBron James play against each other is like one of those moments where you just sit back and you're like, I am so lucky to be alive and watching this basketball in front of me right now. Like, it's just two of the best to ever do it, in my opinion, going head to head. And I think everyone's opinion, it's like them and Jordan, I don't know, like, It's just, it's crazy to just, I saw on Twitter the other day, it was like a clip from a high school basketball game and just kids shooting threes like out of their ass and getting them in. And it was like, Steph Curry has completely changed the game of basketball. Changed the game. It is so true. And so I've had a lot of fun watching this series. It's funny. I I watched the games with my mom, Nance, shout out Nance. And um, she had asked like, kind of like, who's the favorite? And And it was funny because I was like, these are like a six and like a five, six, seventh seed. Like this was, you know, they weren't really projected to do very well. Um, we've talked about the Lakers whiteboard meme and all that kind of stuff, but I'm having a lot of fun watching this series. Um, uh, they are. Did you see? Now, I believe so. Did you see LeBron and um, Anthony Davis's press conference last night with their outfits? I did not see that, but Dude, I did see the pictures. They were so well dressed last night, and we're gonna talk about some Met Gala stuff too eventually in our nfl stuff but i don't know this year yeah you, like you said like it's i feel as though we are very blessed to be able to watch them play each other in the postseason um i think that clay Tom- I've, I've everyone's already covered all the clay thompson stats at this point by the time this podcast is going to come out so it's not going to be anything groundbreaking but obviously they play so much better when he's putting up you know 30 points in a game and making up for some of the stuff that they can't when you're playing against LeBron. And I don't know. It's just, I feel very blessed. I don't have a ton to say about the series. I've been falling asleep and at like halftime in these West coast games, I'm not even going to lie to you because I'm a baby, but the East coast games, I have watched almost all of them. I've been watching more hockey over anything. You're more of the basketball girl. I'm the hockey girl. That's just, it is what it is. But I do watch the Celtics games for you. And because I obviously live in Boston and cover Boston sports, this is, I feel like the big conversation in basketball right now anyway, just because Joel's the MVP, he's been hurt. The Celtics obviously had a huge win the other night, but did not expect to lose the first game like we talked about earlier. It's all that I've been paying attention to, and it's all that I feel like is going on in the city, especially after the Bruins. I Do you think that this is a must-win game for the 76ers? That's a good question. Um, no, I don't think it's a must game. I must win. And here's the thing. And I hate to keep bringing it back to the Bruins because I know like, oh my God, it sucked. It was horrible. But I can no longer trust anything in sports anymore. I don't trust mm. any lead, anything anymore. I just can't because I can't allow myself to go through that pain again. So I think that it's not a must win. I think that they, sh- they, they, 
they're going to be at home. They should win. Um, I hope they don't win. And I think the Celtics can go in there and blow the roof off the place. But again, like we talked about earlier, it's going to be a matter of who comes out doing what. And I just, I think either way, either of these teams look really good. It's a really good playoff basketball series. It's, it's just the, the doc rivers drama. Like it's just, it's just classic playoff basketball, and, and I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the series. I'm happy with the script. Um, and, again, I hope the Celtics come out on top. But, again, as I said with the Lakers-Warriors series, like, I'm obviously the basketball fan. Like you said, you're the, the hockey gal. But it does suck for the city of Boston to watch the Bruins, you know, win the President's Cup, all this stuff, and then just absolutely gets, you know, destroyed in, in the playoffs. So I think it is important for the city that the Celtics do well. And, you know, I know Boston privilege, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But – I'm riding pretty hard for, for basketball and, and for the Celtics, the series. We talked about our nightmare Stanley cup teams to play each other. What would your nightmare NBA finals be? So here's the thing. I was talking about this with Nancy last night. Um, either way. So say best case scenario, the Celtics make it to the, the NBA finals, which is what I would love. Right. Um, watching the Lakers and the Warriors play. I am terrified to play either of those teams in a Stanley Cup or not Stanley Cup in an NBA final. Um, just because LeBron and Steph can get onto that court, especially in the postseason, and either of them can just do things that you never would have thought even imaginable. So I think that the, those two teams against the South, like I would be scared to face either of those two teams. I think my anxiety would be very raised. So I guess that is a nightmare scenario for me is if we play either the Lakers or the Warriors, more so the Lakers, because then I have to look at LeBron for a whole series. And I know he is incredible, but he is a villain in my eyes in basketball. So I just, I don't know. I'm very scared either way. I guess if the Celtics don't make it, I would hate to watch the 76ers and the Lakers because I wouldn't want either one to win. Um, that's a valid point. I was going to say I was as someone without a dog in the fight would hate to watch the Lakers play the heat just because I am so fucking sick of the LA and Good Miami one. shit. Good one. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Good I like one. small market teams. I would rather, or like teams that haven't been good in a long time. I'm sick of LA and Miami. Can you guys shut up and go away? Please? Yes. I, that is such a great point. And Miami is back on, on the news again this week as it will be for, you know, the whole weekend with F1 down there. So they have their time. Give it to somebody else. Not I'm getting over. ahead of the Celtics, obviously, but if who would you want to play in an NBA final? I would love to play the Nuggets just because I love this. I love that team. I love Jokic. Jokic. I can never say his name. I always like sound like I'm throwing up. But uh, the Nuggets are really fun to watch. I, yeah, I would say probably the Nuggets would be. I was going to say the Suns. I whoever comes out or of that the series. Suns, yeah, whoever comes out of that series. I wouldn't want to play I, against yeah. the Suns at all because Kevin Durant scares the shit out of me. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Like I feel more confident playing against the Nuggets that we would win that series. But I love their team and I love I Arizona. Too. Suns and I, poor guy. Iconic. Yeah. Dude. So good. Yeah, I, I really it. yeah, I would I'm kind of I like the Suns. So yeah, I do too. I that's really kind do. of where I'm at just because you won't hear from us until probably some of these series are over. I wanted to throw yeah. some thoughts out there. So you guys know who we're watching and that kind of thing. Last NBA thing before we talk about the athletes at the Met Gala, 
R.I.P. Mike Budenholzer. Um, he got fired. Yep. Wah, wah, wah. Um, <laughs> all right. As the Bucks fan on the show, I I don't at the time I will say I was saying some mean shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not mean shit. It was constructive criticism. As like everyone else, you know, like you can't you can't take a time out into the offseason. At the time, I didn't know that his brother died. I'm not gonna lie to you. And I feel kind of like a dickwad, but I didn't know that. No fans knew that. It was a dumb move. Like you can say that. You're allowed to say that. And I'm sorry. And I know that I, of all people who has experienced something tragic, <laughs> losing people the last year should be more sensitive, but I didn't know. Um, that being said, after I found that out, I did feel bad. I do feel, you know what? In sports, you're supposed to always have a take. They tell you to always have a take, whether you're right or you're wrong ride one line harder one way or the other don't be in the middle don't sit in the middle don't say I don't know and for the first time really I don't really know how I feel about this because as a human being I'm like that fucking sucks and that makes sense why you were incompetent at your job as someone who's lost people really close to me in the last two years I also have been not great at my job when dealing with these things that being said, it's a really high caliber job that costs you a ticket to go further in the postseason and a potential championship for your city. And it was your job and you didn't do it right. So do I get why people who don't do their job well get fired sometimes? Yeah, but I'm sitting here as a human being like, yeah, I probably messed up at my job quite a bit when I was going through some shit and that's okay. So I think for the first time kind of in my sports career, like I don't really have a take. I don't know what to say. I don't know what's right and wrong. And I see both sides of it. And that being said, we can sit here and dissect the numbers as much as we want. We can sit here and talk about wins and losses. We can talk about carrying timeouts into the postseason. But his brother died. And like I don't have anything other to anything other like I don't have anything else to say like that sucks and I'm so sorry for him but I just what do you say yeah 100% I think I think that you you summed it up pretty well um yeah I mean we don't really have to go into it any further I think that 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 pretty much covers it I it's one of those things where it's just you can see both sides I agree I can see both sides of it um there is a lot of pressure that comes with being a head coach and a lot of responsibility. And I do not envy them in any way for the positions that they get put into. Same. Um, and so I would just, you know, send sympathies to his family and hopefully that he gets an opportunity elsewhere and can show them that he is a great head coach. Cause I think he has shown that he is. Capable yeah. And you know, all three of us are guilty uh, and some other people of going after people online like not knowing what's going on and that's oh, unfortunately yeah. just part of the culture and we can all yep. be better about it we can all be nicer about it but it's like unfortunately like yep. it's gonna people are gonna question moves sometimes and as journalists reporters commentators like whatever like it just sometimes that happens yeah 100%. And, yeah so like you can say you're sorry about it but it like I can't say I'm never gonna do it again you know what I mean yeah. oh yeah yeah, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things, too, when we talk about these parasocial relationships, like we don't know everything going on in these people's lives, just as you guys don't know everything going on in our lives. And that's just how it is. So, um, again, it's not something that you were expected to know, I don't think, or any of us even knew. And it wasn't something that was very public knowledge. So 
you were simply making a response on sports and how I'm, your team and played I, out. So. Nobody said anything to me. I don't think I said anything that was too far. I'm not saying no. anything about that in any means. I'm just saying like anytime you criticize someone's work and you don't know what's going on, like you're obviously going to feel like, holy shit, yeah. that person's a human being. And feel but, bad. Yeah, totally. And that's okay. Like, that's like the human experience. Like, yeah. that's normal. But it's just like, I, for once, don't know what to say. I were on the coaching market now. I don't know. Hello, Nick Nurse. Is that, I don't know. <laughs> like, it just, I didn't expect to be here. And now, like, we were getting on the show and there's conversations of if Giannis is going to stick around. And I quite literally cannot handle that as a fan. Like, the thought of him not being a Milwaukee Buck, like, will keep me up at night. That would be, like, Trevor Lawrence leaving the Jags. And, like, he hasn't even won us a championship yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would – everyone would – you wouldn't hear from me for a hot minute. I would need to just put my phone down, turn my computer off, go to the gym, and, like, move some weights for a couple hours, I think. (laughs) Like, I'm not even kidding. (laughs) That would be such a horrible day for me. Um, that being said, I have no more basketball notes. Are we set on basketball? Yeah, we are set on basketball. Um, I will say the one thing that was kind of awesome from this week is Jason Tatum has come out with his, uh, healthy candy line or whatever. I saw this. Um, so they, they did do a taste test on TNT where Shaq asked if it was gummies or goomies. So if you haven't watched that clip. Are you serious? I, yeah, I highly suggest it. <laughs> How did I miss that? It's really good. I feel like um, I see this is why I hate Twitter now. I don't see anything that I would have before and in stuff that I would have wanted to see. All right. So basically our big chunk of the show this week is us talking about just the athletes at the Met Gala. We can talk about some of the other fashion. I just want to talk about the athletes just because that's kind of our cup of tea. I broke them up into best dressed and worst dressed. Like I said, I feel as though some of this might not be the nicest thing, but I'm going to say it. (laughs) My, I'm going to start with worst dressed. I'm just feeling it. I'm going to throw this out there. Patrick and Brittany Mahomes, worst dressed. She looked like she was going, they looked like, it looked like prom, but he was, was he wearing just a plain white t-shirt under his tux? It was very much giving prom. I would agree. Um, let me pull up the photos. Yeah, it it is giving uh, like a Hanes tea kind of vibe. Yeah, like a Hanes I think white tea. Yeah, like they just weren't on theme. I just didn't get it. Boring. If you're a guy listening to this show and you don't know the Met Gala, I'm sorry. We're still gonna talk about it. The theme this year was Karl Lagerfeld, and I don't. It it's. It doesn't eat. It doesn't even give classic to me. Like it's a pretty white dress. Like, I don't know. It just is boring. It's boring. It literally looks like her like junior prom or her tacky wedding rehearsal dinner. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I did not like this look at all. The cut, the and his facial know. hair, just like the one line of scruff under the chin, is a lot for me. With this yeah, like the lapels on the side, like the it just and the slit is like really high. If you look, like it's it just is not flattering. I don't like the dress at all. I am also gonna say that I am split on Brittany Griner and her wife's 
look as well. I love her wife's plain white dress. I think that it it gives simple. It's good enough. Like nobody expected you to go balls to the wall because you are a sports like figure coming. But Brittany Griner's, I just don't get. And I don't. What logo is that? Does that say something? Um, I is, don't know if it's a logo or a tattoo. Is it a tattoo? Um, no, like, I don't. Can it? Is it? I don't. I think it's a logo. I think it's like a sheer logo. Oh, really? I was under the impression that it was a tattoo because I know she is very tatted. Um, I also wish that her pants were like better steamed. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like the pleats don't feel like they're sitting right. I don't know. It just wasn't sir. I think that she could have made a tattoo. That is a a tattoo. Okay. Interesting. So it's a sheer top with her tattoo. I think that that makes me like it less. Yeah, um, I love this jacket. I think this jacket is awesome. I love her wife's dress. The black shoes don't understand. Agree. The purse is cute. Listen, I'm I'm happy that she was invited. I'm I think she, she, show, she should I so be there. I'm happy she's there. I'm happy we're having some queer representation on the Met Gala red carpet. Is it my favorite outfit of the night? No. Is it the worst? No. No. But it's not wowing me. The shirt is not my favorite. Jacket, love. My worst worst is Eileen Goo. It's... I, it looks like she just decided to take the skin off a deer while she was getting ready for the Met Gala or she like got shot in the boob. I don't know. It just <laughs> it literally looks like she just dextered someone in her outfit for the Met Gala. I'm very confused. I really want to like this. I just what is going on here? Yeah, so listen, I for those of you that don't know, I have skied my whole life. I coached race, I coached ski racing for three years. I coached women's freestyle skiing for two years. Um, I love that she's here. She was there last year. I love seeing women's freestyle skiing involved in any kind of major media. I love seeing her invited to the Met Gala. Therefore, I love this outfit. I love her. Um, it is from a Hong Kong designer who was going for this look of a white dress covered in red wine stains as someone that constantly spills red wine on themselves. Been there, done that. Um, so I love this look. I understand the Dexter vibe. It is kind of giving and the peplum. The peplum is not my favorite. Um, I think it would look a much better if it was just a smooth piece, but I love the neckline on her. She's so gorgeous. I just I don't know, her kids look amazing. Like she looks so I don't even get red wine. I just get she's just snatched. I don't know. It just oh it just really scares me. <laughs> kind of creepy. I don't know. I really want to like her. I mean, I like her, but this dress just kind of scares me. Yeah. Um. Okay. My best dressed. I kind of the the boys crushed it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Stefan Diggs is the first person I see when I scroll back up. He's on theme. He's handsome. His like the tw- the tweed is that a tweed jacket? I think it is. It looks so good with the pearl. I just and I he just he's so handsome first of all I do have a crush on him I will say but he always dresses well and I just think that the fact that he stayed so on theme and looks classic and clean is just he crushed it 
Listen, I will say this, and I love that we're having athletes here because I think it goes to show that fashion can go beyond just our conceptions of, you know, really thin models or, or feminine men or things like that. Not only is he so well-dressed and impeccably sharp, he is completely on theme. Like, like this is the pinnacle of men's fashion at the Met Gala. Like, this is what it's supposed to be. He absolutely crushed it. I am so impressed. Shout out to his styling team. Uh, it is a tweed Tommy Hilfiger suit with pearl accents. Awesome. Crushed it. One of my favorite yes. looks from the night. Yes, me too. I also think that Russell Westbrook did a good job. He's also one of those NBA players that dresses really well and people are always talking about his outfits and how different they are. I think that he crushed it. I think that he's on theme and I think that he kind of also played that border of men's fashion mixed with like women's fashion. I love that that's sort of in right now. Like women are really into like men's sportswear and men are into like jewelry and painting their nails and like these flower accents on this jacket and the paisley pants. I also like that he mixed navy and cream and black and cream. I think that that's really interesting as well. I I love this look. I think he crushed it. How do you feel? Yeah, I think it's super cute. Um, Very like fashion meets comfort. Like I love mm -hmm. the cardigan. Just looks super comfy. Um, The pants really interesting. Paisley. Love it. Um, Yeah, I, it wasn't my favorite, but I like it. I think it's I think it's cute. I think he did a good job. I think that if you are looking for classic menswear style, Daniel Ricardo, the F1 driver that was there for representation, crushed it. He basically wore like a tux, but with like a textured tux. And I think that it played really well. It looked classic. But when you look up close, there's like something that's like different. That's a little bit of detail. I also like that he didn't really like he cleaned up his beard, but he's kind of just giving that like masculine, like traditional look, but with a twist. And I appreciated that. Yeah, and shout out to Anne Hathaway for recognizing him on the carpet and fangirling a little bit. I would also fangirl if I saw Daniel Ricardo in person. Um, I so also handsome. liked Shay Gildress Alexander. I believe that's how you say his name. Correct me if I am wrong. He was probably my second favorite behind Stefan Diggs. I think that he was very on theme. I love the jacket layering and the kind of pearl accessories. I think that they are. I think that this is a very good look. You said you didn't like this. I so listen. I didn't at first and now i'm looking at it again and i love it here's why um not only is it super on theme in the clothes and just it's the little elements the boots the crop pants the sunglasses that's all very carl and i think that's all very on brand um he is kind of like this nba style icon that is kind of coming up right now and i kind of live for that i love seeing the nba represented in fashion and in regular media so I'm actually going to move this to like one of my top favorite looks of the night. I thought mm -hmm. that the picture I have in front of me has a camera directly above him. So it looks like mm. he's wearing a headpiece, which is what I thought when I first saw it. But now that I'm seeing it from a different angle, I'm actually kind of living for this. I okay. love the boot. I love the leather boot. That is so like the Doc Martin look. So cute. Um, yeah. This is so good. I love it. Totally Tyler 180 on that one. You also have some favorites. Yeah. Um, so I, it's just one favorite, and I broke the athlete rule. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Jared Leto came out dressed up as a cat. So he's got to be my best dressed for sad cat brand. Frisky's cat treats should sponsor me at this point. <laughs> you don't have a cat. 
I have six of them at home. Yeah, Thank and you're you. not yours. But it counts. Shout out Grey Daryl. Shout out Grey Daryl. <laughs> yeah, Shout out you. Dolly. Two cats named Daryl. Mm-hmm. Daryl and Daryl. <laughs> what color is other Daryl? He's like a tortoise. He's literally gray. No, well, the one is gray. The other is like a kind of a tortoisey type. <laughs> Isn't that calico in cats? Calico tortoise? I don't know. <laughs> sure. If you want to get technical. <laughs> I'm trying to differentiate your Daryls here. Yeah, we're just trying to learn more about you. You don't need to get so aggressive with us. So we have Daryl, Daryl, Tickle, Steve, and Patches. <laughs> and Titus. Who I forgot is- about Titus. And who Dolly, named- your dog. And Dolly. Yeah. Who named who? I named most the of them except for Tickle. <laughs> who named that's Tickle? Tickle's that's the only shocking. one I didn't name. Wait, is your mom wearing the derby hat this weekend? <laughs> Probably. Great question. Shout out Mel and her derby hat. Probably, if I had to guess. <laughs> How much did she spend on this derby hat? I think it was like 800 bucks. I need a Ridiculous. picture of this freaking For a hat. Seahawks colored derby hat. Why Seahawks? I mean, they didn't think it was Seahawks colored. They're not football fans. It's just, oh. it's like neon green and like that navy blue. Oh, all it's right. a wild hat. All right. Um, tea party segment. Um, this show is up and down, man, because Haley has a pretty intense tea party that we all have like very strong thoughts about, but feel the need to address because we are a women's podcast. You want Haley, me to go first? Yeah. Really what is your tea party? All right. So listen, I don't want to talk about it and like bring the show down. But it is something that we do need to discuss. I've had a couple of my friends actually reach out and be like, hey, can you please talk about this on the show? Uh, This week, Jackson Mahomes is charged with aggressive uh, sexual battery. Um, Not charged officially, but uh, he has been arrested. He's arrested. Um, If you haven't looked up the video, I will warn you that it is distressing. I'll put a trigger trigger warning here for sexual assault. Um, But if you do look it up, I think it's important if you're going to talk about it. I think you need to have seen the video um, to fully understand where this is coming from. And just, I'm not going to get too into it, but just it is disgusting to me to see this, this person on video forcibly making a woman kiss him. It's just very uncomfortable to watch. Um, And I honestly hope that there's some kind of ramification or, um, punishment because I just don't think that this is something that we can allow to continue just in society anymore. Um, no means no and respect other people's bodies. And that's all I really have to say about it. This kid had it so made and all he had to do was not be a piece of shit. And it just goes to show that like, it doesn't matter. Like people in power who are pieces of shit are going to be pieces of shit. And like the distress that this woman was very clearly under just is very uncomfortable. And it's like, I don't know. I don't think I like it sucks to have Patrick Mahomes and his family like brought into the conversation because obviously Patrick didn't do anything. It's just that his it's his brother. And I do like Patrick. His wife's a little bit much for me sometimes, but it's like they didn't do anything. But at the same time, I just he's around you guys all the time. I feel as though like it's not your responsibility to like care, like make this huge deal about it. But like your brother did something very wrong. Like, I think I just I don't even I hope that 
I hope that he gets what he deserves. That's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. Like, and I will say the other thing that really bothers me about this story and the way that it's being covered, um, not necessarily covered, but the way that people are commenting on it, um, it's not appropriate to out people. And I'm really not here for this whole concept that he did this to try and deter people from thinking that he's either bisexual or gay. Even if that is the case, which we should not ever like just assume um it doesn't make it okay to put your hands on somebody and and assault them in that way um but again i just don't think that's appropriate either on the other side of things to just assume that they're doing it in defense of their sexuality um let people come out in their own time if they are that way don't assume anything so i just hate that yeah that's been a pretty gross conversation i have seen on tiktok i don't know it sucks because like there's just nothing to say but other than yeah. I know that there's a lot of guys that listen to this podcast and like we appreciate you and I don't think that you are obviously a bad person if you're listening to girls talk about mm-hmm. sports like you True. obviously shout out you obviously are like someone who probably is in agreement with us about a lot of things but just remember that if it is it is not if an outstanding yes it is a no yep and that's what I think is so what sucks so much about it is I feel like every woman that watches that video has has had had that feeling before. And yeah. it's just we've all been there. And, and to know that um, to, to know that if it wasn't caught on film, that we probably wouldn't even be having this conversation is upsetting. So just remember to take care of your female friends. Watch out for them when you go out and stuff. Just be aware of your surroundings. And if you are a female listening to this, we love you and we support you. So, yeah. But let's um, let's let's change the subject. Sorry, we got so down, everybody. It has to be talked about sometimes. Like that's something oh. that like most fucking sports podcasts are not going to talk about. So like yeah. we are going to we're going to talk about it. Yep. Um. So I will say, sticking with the Chiefs theme, what the fuck was Travis Kelsey on at the draft? I what the fuck? I okay. Do you think that that was that was obviously the replica Lombardi that he was throwing around? Yeah, it had to be. I don't. I don't know, man. It was. I don't think it was. Giving... You don't. Mm-mm. I think it was the full thing. That okay? Why do you? I feel mean, there's that multiple. Way? There's multiple of them. I know. I, I know. It's not like kind of a one. Conspiracy. Which I don't one is think the there's like one? one real original one. Is there? No, no there's new ones one. every year. Yeah, there's one. new ones every year. Yeah, but and I feel like that was the one they gave to the team that year. I would think, right? I just thought Unless I was, was I was replica. hoping it was a replica that like because they get the option to buy a replica. Mm. You see, I so, didn't know about that. Yeah, I thought so. it was just the one that they handed around, like the Stanley Cup kind of. No, no. But they're like, there's a new one every year. There's a new one every year, and they get the there's option to buy a replica. And I'm really hoping mm. that it's a replica. But just he was so. I I think it's awesome when athletes get drunk and like go crazy. But like he was wild on some something i don't know i don't think he was on anything obviously but like he was just screaming and throwing stuff and going crazy with the crowd it was kind of i don't know it was an interesting interesting yeah do you guys have tweets of the week i don't know um i did get a really sweet um fritz tweet the other day so shout out fritz in the cincinnati zoo um fritz the baby hippo for those that don't know if you're having a bad day i encourage you to look that up um my tweet of the week i got 
make it a quoted if you don't know what that is it's basically just this like bot that will turn tweets that shouldn't be made into quotes into quotes and i tweeted that my snap memory was me reacting to someone on twitter asking if they could put peanut butter in my belly button and i said that it's i was glad to see not much had changed in a year and this animated robot made it into a quote and now I'm going to forever remember the time someone asked to put peanut butter in my belly button on the internet. Good, good, good. Um, Tyler, do you have a tweet of the week? I don't have a tweet of the week, but I have a sad cat bet of the week. We're back! It's, it's back. I, back. I found something. It is the Kentucky Derby week. So I am on the Japanese horse, Derma. Sotogake, I think is how it's pronounced. Wow. He's 10 to 1. He's the number 17 horse. Um, it would be the first ever Japanese horse to win the Kentucky Derby. And I am all in on it. He's been he's been playing or playing racing. I don't know what you call what horses do. Trotting. Trotting. He's been trotting really well on um he's been doing a lot of overseas stuff as Japanese horses do. Uh, but he's He's done really well in his previous race history. And uh, I, I like his chances this week. All right. I... So tomorrow night, Saturday night. This will be up before that. But... Yeah. Uh, wait, I thought it was, is it Saturday, Saturday night? It's tomorrow. tomorrow I thought night, it was at yeah. like noon. The, the races start. There's a lot. There's a lot of races. Like it, the races start at the Derby. At like well, 8 a.m. But the actual Kentucky Derby, I don't think, is until like 5. We'll tweet the sad cat bet out today. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, My closing thought is that F1 is this weekend. I'm going to try and get into F1. I think it's interesting. I love that they like fight like girls for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, And it feels basically like a dramedy. So I'm going to try and watch the Miami Grand Prix, have you, is that what it is? Have yeah, you Nancy? watched the oh, Netflix show? That's what I was going to say. I was just going to say. Because that'll get you into it. It's a yeah. lot like the um, Full, Full swing, swing documentary, documentary that the PGA did, yeah, but it's F1 based instead. Um, it'll get, it's very well put together. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. My mom has binged the entire thing, like all five seasons of it, and she is the biggest F1 stand now. We have a printed schedule for this weekend on our fridge. It's a great, like, jumping off point for people that don't know about the F1. It'll teach you, like, all the basics and stuff. Yeah. And get you introduced to all the racers. And they're all hot. They're all hot. Disavow. Most of them are hot. Disavow. I've been looking at all of them, and I don't think any of them are really hot. They're a lot. They're very nerdy. I think. Well, that <laughs> makes sense for Haley. <laughs> all, right. all right. Any closing thoughts? Anybody else? No. Have a great week, everybody. Um, be safe this weekend, Derby Day. Um, yeah. Go Good Devils. Stuff. Go Stars. Go Stars. Go Celtics. Go. Go Ben DiNucci. Go, go Ben, ben DiNucci. Friend of the show. <laughs> if you take anything from the show, take away Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci, greater than sign Russell Wilson. Yeah. End episode. I forgot about Yeah. Yep. Have a great week, everybody. Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girls. Get them, girls.
world, cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Uh. Uh. It's Saturday, y'all. Uh. Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> <laughs>